Clang, clang. What's up, y'all? This is the Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast. This is your favorite philosopher, Kickstand, <laughs> being joined by the lovely Amanda Baudouin and her husband, Mike. <laughs> I get, I get an honorable mention this time. No, no titles for Michael. That's the first time you've ever done you're, the, your favorite. You're just you're just husband. I am husband today. Okay, I'm last, lovely. Last time right? Amanda came on, I had multiple people come up come up to me like, "Oh, I listened to the one with your wife on it." Like they wouldn't tell me about the ones they listen to me because they don't care. But the second you come on, they're like, "Oh, Amanda was on," and they were like, "Oh, this is great." Immediately moving up in the world. Which is funny because, well, okay, I haven't listened to the whole thing through yet, but... I haven't listened to anything in like two months. <laughs> at least you're honest. Yeah, um, I... But I've, I feel like you interrupted me a lot and you... Oh, yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> Did rambled I? so long about our trip and I'm like, okay, but we're talking about other things, about I... how I like to go on, on rides my, with you. And my stuff. theory was you were nervous how it was going to turn out. <laughs> So you decided to step into the driver's seat. All right. Now, here's my actual understanding. I am a seasoned-esque, seasoned-esque, like not not, 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 not very good at this, but I've been doing it longer than Amanda, so I was like, oh, I need to lead this along, because if I don't lead it along, I don't know where it's going to go, or if there's going to be dead space or just quiet time, and I'm like, no, dead space is just death. People are here to listen to my thoughts and what I think, and it's all the fucking me over here. Okay, but <laughs> if you're supposed to lead, then you should ask leading questions versus yeah, but, just taking over and talking the but, whole time. But I'm worried you'll answer. So, <laughs> Anyways, we're, I didn't come on to talk about the last time I was on. No, no. I just wanted to let you know. That we just people, had to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, I had to because I, I couldn't believe how many people listened specifically because you were on. Like they didn't listen at any point and then they saw Amanda and they're like, oh, good. Fuck, second time tonight. The second time, or that's the first time anyone's actually come and told me they listen. Most people, they just keep it to themselves. And they're like, no, Amanda was on. Or I they tuned in to hear her. Yeah. That's she exactly has friends. It. Yeah, she does have friends. I Apparently, did share it on my... You did. Yeah, I think So I there's people, there's, like, yeah, if you bring somebody on who's never been on before and they share it, their friend group that is not exposed to us at all, is all of a sudden exposed. Yeah, and like Jesse. Jesse yeah. is a good example of that. Kirk, another Even guy Even if who, it's only one or two, right? Then yeah. it kind of trickle we, effect. Oh, yeah, because they're going to be like, oh, my friend has a podcast. It's not just, oh, there's a podcast in the world. But now it's becoming more and more, there's a podcast in the world because so many people do it. We miss the bus in a lot of ways. <laughs> Story of my life, man. Yeah. Day late and a dollar short. That's all right. So I hope everybody had a great Christmas. We are recording this before Christmas, but realizing we're releasing it after Christmas. And I hope everyone had a great one. I hope Santa brought you cool shit. <laughs> and if you don't understand that reference, you, you can go ahead and listen to, to our last one. <laughs> because you, you aren't listening to this because you're only listening because I'm Because I'm Amanda's on, of course. <laughs> we're not good enough, apparently. You don't love us. <laughs> that being said... If Anyone who listens because of me, let her know. Has any great ideas about what Mike and I or Mike Devin and I should talk about? <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Yeah, yeah. give because us like, some ideas because I'm always like, Mike, I can record with you anytime you need someone to fill in, and then I never it's quite like, pull well, the trigger. Wait, what really? will we talk about? I know we were just talking about fighting. We're just going to talk about fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like hey as a married couple yeah just children. like no just like love fighting 
and the, and everything that comes afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like uh, we were just talking about the re- the episode we recorded a couple minutes ago, which is the one you heard last week, the one about Santa. Yep. And Amanda came down, and we were chit chatting about it, and then she brings up this awesome story, and we're like, "Oh, frick!" I was like, "I wish you were on for this part. That would have been that would have been which fascinating awesome story? To the hear. kids one? Yeah, the the kids one with their my kids all think Santa's so, evil. Okay, no, so. <laughs> The kids have uh, gravitated to this whole thing, like Santa's not real. And we don't, like, push it on them, but we're, every year we just remind them not to wreck it for other kids, either when they were in public school or at the Santa Claus parade or whatever, just interaction. Mm-hmm. Even with their cousins. Don't don't ruin it for your cousins. Some your cousins, cousins believe. yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, I don't think their cousins really push it anyways. But anyways, um, so they were eating Rice Krispies, and they realized... They're like, that's how Santa listens to and watches all the kids because Snap, Crackle, and Pop are uh, our elves. Our elves, and, and they they're spy everywhere. on the children, and so Snap, Crackle, and Pop—that's worldwide shit, right that, there. That is, that is. They're right up there with the cookie, the cookie elves that uh, <laughs> make cookies in in the trees, which is a horrible <laughs> idea. I don't know if you ever seen trees; they're made of wood. Uh, it's right up there with the Newfie. St- have you seen the the Newfie wood stove? The Newfie wood stove. Yeah, it's a it's a wood stove made of wood, and it's guaranteed to burn for ten hours. Uh, it's guaranteed Mike saw for ten this, hours. Like old ad the other day. I don't it know if like, it was. Oh, old. Okay. I think it was fabricated. Because okay. <laughs> you're talking here, I'm thinking. You mean like a Swedish torch? <laughs> no, it's an actual stove made of wood, made by Newfies. But like, <laughs> wood st- like stoves made of wood freaking works though. What? Yes, hundred percent. Fuck, are you talking about? Okay, I was talking about the Swedish torch. So it's like a big log you get, you drill a hole all the way through the top to the bottom, and then you drill one at the bottom, at the base of the stump, perpendicular through it. Oh, that's what you're talking it. about when I was working on the stump yeah. too. and so it's got air coming from two sides of the bottom, and then from the top. You drop in some tinder from the top, you light it, and it starts burning inside, and very quickly it's, it builds up a fire that shoots out the top like a, like the jet of, of a gas-powered stove. Put okay. A couple, put a couple mm. rocks there, and you can cook on cast iron on it with like gas gas level heat. And the really? outside of the log would kind <clears throat> of insulate it. In yeah, way. the outside of the log insulates it, and so this inside slowly burns. Like it, it chars from the inside, but like you can use the, use that thing a whole bunch of times really? as a fucking stove in the woods. Okay. <laughs> you just need a really good. Your face is so serious right now. No, I'm, I'm, I take butchcraft. <laughs> butchcraft. I butch take bushcraft very like serious. Very butch. <laughs> butch. <laughs> <laughs> See the beard? I'm a man. Oh man, madman. The visuals here. You guys should record more on Zoom because Fuck Devin that. talks with his hands. Fuck that. We don't. Everyone's need, missing out. We don't need more evidence of our retardedness. But yes, I'm <laughs> butchcraft. Kay. Retarded lumberjack talking okay. about his butchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so you can make Swedish. a stove, you can make a wood stove out of wood and it freaking works. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you got to build your house around this one stove and when you're, that stove's gone, you That's just move not your house. Le- we're not, I'm, I'm not taking legal responsibility for that. That's butchcraft. <laughs> it's butchcraft. Butchcraft. Not, not for inside the house. I am That is newt. an outdoor activity. <laughs> Flint of We birch. do that outside. <laughs> like a dog. Oh, that's awesome. 
Uh, so yeah, we have. Well, did we finish that store? Oh no, we got into the wood stove. Sorry, <laughs> we got hijacked. And then kids. Oh yeah, the elves. So the elves on the snap crackle, uh, snap crackle pop rice crispy square, or rice crispy box. They're the elf spies. The kids were like, oh, that's how they spy because they see these elf on a shelf bullshit. And we talked about it on the last one again. And yeah. Well, last year in public school, I think. At least one of the kids had a teacher that did Elf on the Shelf. Maybe someone else. And I'm like, that's just so much work. <laughs> I'm like, and then you have to clean up after that little elf. <gasps> and you have to come up ideas with all the, like, all the time. Like, I have enough going on in the Christmas season. All right. <laughs> Unless you just Google you? it. You're like, Google I mean, elf Google. ideas. Some parents are really creative. And so elite, uh, one of our kids was like, I wish we had an elf. I'm like, Why? <laughs> I'm like, it's so much work. You know the parents do it. And the whole premise of it is that the elf is watching you to report back to Santa, which is He's not a real. snitch. We don't believe so, in snitches in this at, house. At the same time, even knowing it's even knowing like it's just a doll, you can still be like, it'd be fun to be like, ah, that's where dad put it today. Like, ah, that's where it is today. I didn't see that how, one how coming. How creative like, are my parents? It's like, I don't have time for that shit. I'm tired. You wake up three or four times a night I don't have time for your shit if you would just fall asleep and stay asleep then maybe. we could do cool stuff maybe this is your, oh that's bad that's, this is your fault that's epic level gaslighting right there this is I your fault I feel Catholic at this point if you it's help like, me with enough house cleanup <laughs> no don't blame me I'm blaming you Kiel. no I'm saying <laughs> like, like, looking it could at be me motivation for the children sorry now I did what Devin does I'll talk as if I'm talking to him but I'm not talking to him I'm talking to the I know every now and then I'll take anyways that was the story the story was the kids decided all on their uh, own that. Um, yeah, we should get an elf on a shelf. That yeah. snap, crackle, oh. pop are our elves snitches. reporting for Santa. Yeah, but we're rehashing stuff here. You had a thing. Yeah. You had a thing you wanted to okay. talk about. Okay, uh, presents. Okay, for a long time, uh, when I first came to Fort St. John, well, before Fort St. John, I was poor. I could never afford to buy my family presents or gifts, so I hated Christmas because I can't buy my family anything. My mm -hmm. kids, my brothers and sisters, I can't do it. I moved to Fort St. John. I was making a lot more money. And I'm like, shit, I can buy my family stuff. So I actually bought them things they may not even want or need. Yeah, but yeah I could, capitalism. I, yeah, I could buy them shit. And then I could. And then uh, and then <coughs> I stopped doing that job. And then I couldn't. Uh, but regardless, I hated Christmas because of the capitalistic side of it. The It's all about money. It's all about gifts. And it's all about presents. And I became... Capitalistic? You mean consumerism? Yeah. You normally say consumerism with me. Sorry. You're just yeah, adding the words. Sorry, I've had a few whiskey, Mr. D D just Mis got here. Excuse <laughs> me. Mr. Boudouin. I have done my second. I don't know what you're complaining about. You uh, could give me more. I will. All right, so. You're getting you're getting Mike a second podcast in here. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't. Sorry for the noise. He's literally got like an old-timey an old-timey gas if you look in our videos, you'll see a little gas thing. So yeah, uh, check out like our an video old with Kirk. gas meter. Yeah, gas an, old, an old gas, an old gas meter that you'd fill up an old timey car in, and it's got a little handle, and it pours out rum, and it's fantastic. So I, I wish I liked rum because I would use it, but yeah, it's I very it. sugar based. Well, uh, you could put rum. anything in there. Yeah, I was gonna put bullet, but it's so expensive to fill that thing <laughs> with bullet. I was like, uh, rum's cheaper. Rum Let's is rum. way cheaper than good whiskey. All right, like I was saying, uh, the consumer side of it, I really loved it while I had money, and then I got really mad again because I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so I became more and more like the Grinch. Watching the Grinch movie, Jim Carrey's, everything else sucks. 
And even the Grinch, the, the Jim Carrey one, was only good for like the first three quarters, and then he gave the presents back, which fuck that noise. And um, <laughs> you should see Moa's face. It's so disappointed. It's great. Uh, and so I got into this idea of, okay, I need to justify these feelings of hating buying stuff without being cheap. Okay. And I was like, okay, I can't. I cannot justify my anti-capitalistic view. Anti-consumerism. No, this is is capitalistic. Oh, I thought you were a capitalist. I am, but I was very edging on uh, commie ideals. Oh, that's right. You were fresh in the West from the East. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Quebec. So I I, I, I had a, a full internal struggle for a long time, and I was like, man, how do I justify this thing? And I got to the point, and this is where I'm at now when it comes to gift giving during Christmas. Um, God gave Jesus Christ, his son, as the perfect gift to all of mankind. Something we did not deserve, but he gave it to us anyways. Okay. And so in that, we share in in giving of gifts as God gave I, gifts. Unless you're poor. Unless you're poor, in which, you know, well, fuck you. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> See, this is why the wife never comes on. <laughs> I'm poor. It's fine. I'm so happy right now having somebody else be like, Michael. <laughs> oh, Thank you, you said it in if the tone you, that I don't think I use, but everyone who tries to impersonate me <laughs> saying Michael uses that same right, tone. Can I, try, can I try to get it right? Michael! <laughs> <laughs> Please don't ever do that again. <laughs> Oh, gotta okay, try that's and like tap a your Mickey Mouse, Mouse. <laughs> Okay, oh, so okay. your story. So, Continue it. Oh, where was I? Where Someone's got to keep I... you guys on track. Oh, yeah. You need mm-hmm. a third fuck, just to keep you on track. Fuck poor people. That's what I said last. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. I'm poor. I don't know how Christmas is happening. I don't know how my mortgage is happening come January. So don't fucking worry about me judging you. <laughs> um, oh, wow. This is going all over the place. Yeah. So Calm down, Mike. <laughs> Take a deep breath. I just need to justify my very anti, uh, my hate-filled words. <laughs> All right. So uh, to to uh, push that onto my kids, there was this, okay, if we're going to give gifts, we got to give gifts. And there's something that you did for a while. You don't do it anymore. And I love you. And I, I know my parents did it for a long time. Anyways, okay. It's the socks and underwear gift. And I still see it on Facebook today. Literally today is people, guys, mostly guys, always guys, wearing boxers and socks full of holes and saying, just hold on, Christmas is coming. I saw a post about that today. I oh, was right? Like, hilarious. Just two more weeks, guys. I did get you socks and underwear for your birthday this year, which but is in yeah, October. You, you know that's not people asking for socks and underwear. That's no. them poking fun of the convention. Be like, this yes. is ridiculous that we're holding on to underwear this long. Yes. <laughs> and I hate that convention the you're getting socks and underwear i'm a grown-ass man you don't think i can buy my own goddamn socks and underwear and i get i get really triggered because i'm like your necessity getting things that he needs i need i need socks and underwear Mm -hmm. why the hell is it a gift and I just get triggered. I'm like, why am why am I having to hold out for this? Why am I expected to hold out for something that I this is fucking I, I need hey, this. It's a need of homeless people and when they receive it, it's yeah. it's a gift to them. Yes. Because they have homeless. very am I homeless? I have a job. I'm not addicted to crack anymore. I 
I can't afford crack. Okay, on that episode I listened to today, you made the same joke. Why is it so funny to you? I get. I don't know. <laughs> which, okay, exactly which, which one? Which one? The addicted just, like, to crack being anymore? addicted to crack. Oh, on okay. the Jesse Did Braun episode, he one? said something about the same thing. Yeah, you said, oh, it just... Maybe you actually... It Maybe it was coke. cocaine and I just love the way yeah. it smells. And you're like, yeah... And you're, I was like, oh. crack and cocaine are two different drugs. I rolled my eyes while I was cleaning the bathroom, and I was like, Mike, like people don't oh, know that you're so joking. Funny. Yes, and they do. And then you At did this give point, a disclaimer on that one, and you're like, and I always give a disclaimer. Do you? I obviously for the sake of your wife. <laughs> I need people to know that I'm not on drugs. Is it like when you eat vegetables? You used to. Used to. Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> there was a t- there when was a time when he ate rabbit food. One child and not four. He still worked camp jobs, and he would be like, oh. "Oh, there was all this meat for supper, and I ate all this great stuff." And he's like, "And I had a bit of broccoli because I could feel you nagging you, <laughs> nagging me in the back of your mind." The thing is, I even told so, the chef about it too. I'm like, "I can feel my wife nagging me. You better give me that." So is this the same thing? <laughs> like you give this disclaimer, like I've never actually I don't been know. addicted to drugs. I don't just know. for your wife's sake because you can feel me saying Maybe. Michael in the back of your Michael? head. Very. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys sound like Mickey Mouse. That's, that's the point. That's very purposeful. <laughs> we assume that all women sound like Mickey Mouse. That's like Asians; they all look the same. Women all sound like Mickey Mouse to us. But okay, Mike says Asian comments like that, and I'm always like, "No, Mike." Not always. Until you know them. <laughs> Until you know them. <laughs> All beagles look the I same. Guess. Okay, with that, do you ever do you ever watch um Tell you know them. The Saturday report, like the Saturday Night Live report. Okay, Jesse Brown is so right. Like tangents, tangents. Hold tangents. on. Okay. Hold on. We're talking about Focus racism. In. There's this great thing going on where uh, Mike Shea will write a vote uh, a joke for the white guy. I don't remember the white guy's name for some reason. I don't know who the hell Mike Shea is. He's a black guy who does comedy on Saturday Night Live. He's very funny. He also has his own. I'll uh, take your word for it. Anyways, he's very funny. So the black guy will write a joke for the white guy, and the white guy has to say it, and then the white guy will write a, a, a joke for the black guy. Oh, to you say. were telling so me about racism. Just on both sides. It's okay, yeah. fucking phenomenal. <clears throat> and so the black guy always writes these like really awkward jokes of like, oh, this man in uh, say Zimbabwe was arrested for, and again, quoting somebody else, or at least the premise, uh, for murder until they realized that they had the wrong black man, which also shows that they can't tell the difference between them either. <laughs> Super funny jokes, except this guy has to say these jokes. And yes. it's it's so he good. I, I think I've seen I've seen stuff like that pop up on videos and you can see the discomfort and be like, Oh, you're making me say that. Like <laughs> like they're reading it for the first time as they're doing it on camera. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so good. So when I say Asian jokes, it's not out of hate, it's out of it's funny. <laughs> I know. I want to. I want to comment on it, but your wife has called us out on our tangents. So I'm like, nope. nope. Resist. <laughs> Resist. Where was I? I know it's that? true. I, have, I know it's a valid criticism, but I it's have so hard. About Asian topics coming to my mind. Oh. I'm like my tongue so bad. You should. Oh, you, you want a tangent? Three, do you want, do you want to go down the rabbit hole with us? Three drink Amanda at this point. She'll go there. <laughs> rabbit hole. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Abbott Hole? Ra- no, rabbit, rabbit Hole. Rabbit Hole. I would yeah. say Abbott. Who's Abbott? Well, okay, Abbott? I've been to China and I've been to Japan. Which was your favorite? 
Japan is my favorite. I, I know that, but... Uh, a food and everything, where isn't... Anyways. There's less kay. Chinese people there? That, no. Is that what it is? It has nothing to do with the people. <laughs> the people are great no matter yeah. where that, you go. That being said, if I was to They're go very to gracious. any Asian country, it would be Japan. Like, hands down, like... That looks like the most amazing. They all learn English in school. So even if their English isn't super great, you can kind of like basic conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, their language as a, like Japanese is way easier because they're very, they don't have tones. Like in uh, China, they have tones. Sorry, I'm going to sneeze and I can feel it coming. Uh, bless you. B- bless you. <laughs> Pretty blessed sneeze. I do it to him all the time. That's why he did it. Half um, okay, so I made some silly comments. So my parents have been in Wales and they lived amongst Koreans and they've so I made a comment. I'm gonna probably sneeze again, but <laughs> I made a comment about how like I think I said something about how all the sushi restaurants in Fort St. John are run by Korean people, but I was like, but the Japanese came up with sushi like it's a not, japanese food. not according to koreans koreans say but my dad made... was like actually and he's the type of person that would know a random fact but not know anything else so he was like <laughs> so i get along with them so well so he's like actually because okay when i left forcing john to do missions there were no sushi restaurants here Mm-hmm. And my only true experience with sushi was like being on like Granville Island or Lonsdale Key with my nana in Vancouver and she would buy sushi and it always had seafood or seaweed on the outside. And so the first taste was this. <clears throat> it's very no salty, briny. Cr- well, not even crazy, but like half soggy because it's no longer crisp, yeah. like sushi rolls. And so, and you know, you can't pull the, the seaweed out of your mouth because it's starting to get soft. So... I, I never thought I liked sushi. And then I went to Japan where you have real sushi, where it's the little pads of rice with like the raw fish on top. Mm-hmm. And then we'd go to sushi train restaurants. So it's like a hundred yen, which is basically like a dollar, dollar fifty for like two pieces of sushi on a plate. And it's like a sushi train restaurant. Do they it's do super cool. sushi rolls in Japan? They do rolls too. Yeah. You can get rolls. But what's more common is like right up. Sashimi or something like that? <coughs> well, sashimi is just The sashimi, that's fish. just the fish. Yeah. It's like a filet of it. But it's, so it's still sitting on a, it's, a pad of rice, isn't no. it? No? No. no like, sa- sashimi is just the... It's just the fish all laid out. Okay. I'm, I'm so learning. You, you, you pick it up with a Pick it up and it's just fish. Uh. Yeah. So... So then I am like, oh, sushi is great because the first thing you taste is not sea- seaweed, like rolls yeah. that I had experienced in the past. So anyways, so I'm like, oh, like sushi is Japanese. And so my dad's like, actually, like the pads of rice with raw fish on top is very Japanese. But sushi like rolls, like w- is very North American, is actually Korean. Koreans came up with that idea or something like that. At least they claim like, it. Like they claim karate. Like, oh, okay. Because I think I said basically like Japanese are better at sushi than yeah. Koreans. I, I know that was Japanese. Like, no, actually, no, you Japanese didn't. and Koreans, like they have a very <laughs> adversarial very. relationship with we each can't other tell as the countries and cultures. Between who's fighting but I will say there. I have not been to Korea, so I don't know. 
Well, here's the thing. I haven't experienced uh, it. Taekwondo, karate, and stuff like that are all claimed by different regions around there where they're like, no, that's a martial art. And they're like, no, it's ours. I know that sounds super racist, but it's funny. And you, so they, He they, was literally <laughs> pulling his eyes back to be slits. He was not pulling his eyes back. That's how you make the sound, I'm though. trying to throw you him under the bus here. <laughs> this is where, like, the loyal wifey comes in. <laughs> You're a good, Anyways, you're a you good didn't one. Ju- I, now I'm going to throw her right under the bus. She didn't just say that Japanese sushi is better. You said s- Koreans cannot make sushi as good as the Japanese because they're Korean. <laughs> Which is the definition of racism. I do not remember that's saying not it like you. that. Okay, that's not racism because they're, they're all the same race. <laughs> you're both that's <laughs> nationalism. <laughs> There's a big difference between racism and nationalism. All right. She's very nationalistic in the way that she thinks her sushi should be prepared. And it was, I I asked you, I tried to clarify. I'm like, are you saying (laughs) that Japanese people or Koreans cannot make sushi as good as Japanese? And it was fresh. uh, Like, you were fresh out of Japan. So you were like, very much like I I was just there like two weeks ago. I know. I think what I was I'm in Japan. <laughs> I've in like late January, February, or was it February, March? And then I yeah, came home like in May. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I like I suppose that could be the case. Like if like let's say, oh, damn it, no, I didn't. <laughs> L- let's say the chefs in Japan developed a more rigorous training or like higher standards for what they're doing for sushi or just have more access to better to better food. Oh, yeah. It may be true that if you're looking for high-end sushi, the best shit to get is in Japan. Yes, but and the chefs. We're talking about not just the materials, but the chef themselves had to be Japanese. Did you want more drink? Okay, well... I finished that several. Do you have any bottles of water left? more. We drank the ball. That that could also be a phenomenological truth. Just from the sheer fact that the Japanese chefs would be experiencing it in the place that is producing high-level chefs. Yes. And so you just wouldn't see... So a geographical kind of... Yeah. Basically, for me to really cast my judgment, I need to visit Korea. So if I... I'm trying to have your back here. (laughs) Yeah. Does does Korea accept unvaccinated people right now? And does someone want to sponsor a trip for me? Because we we need to answer this damn question now. We can't. We can't go to a music festival. <laughs> All three of us got to go to both Japan and Korea. Try sushi. Sorry, Carissa, but you're getting left out on this one because you weren't would, on the podcast. She also sorry, would, babe. Would she eat sushi? Like raw? Oh hell authentic? no! No, she's hell too American. No. She's too American. I, there is authentic is Chinese food is very good. <laughs> authentic Chinese food. Chinese buffets I in North America. I have been to Mama Pandas. It's not that great. It's shit, Mike. <laughs> it really is. It's shit, but I love it. But I, I know it. it's shit. Like, it's if a, you a, if you have not experienced real Chinese no, food, of course not. Then Chinese buffet is okay. I've never had Chinese people in my I life. I mean, lots of people say that they get tummy aches the next day, or it gives them the shits or whatever. It's because they're not used to eating the M- straight MSG. Just grab a bag of MSG food and you just start eating it. So good, so good. Okay, what would be a thing that they would make? This different than well, what okay. Uh, Chihuahua, time... Chihuahua is a really good one. <laughs> Shut up, uh, Shih Tzu. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to do what you did wrong last time and ask leading questions. Shut the fuck up, Mike. We 
every time we ordered, we would try to try something new. Okay. So sometimes that's just a matter of pointing at something at the me- on the menu. So duck is really popular in different markets, right? You see the traditional like Peking duck, like that slow yeah, roasted that's what you and eat barbecued, at Christmas time and if it's you're hanging. Jewish. Like there's a whole bunch of Jewish people that just had Peking duck three days ago. <laughs> what? Really? Well, that's like is a- that a thing? Uh, it's it's kind For of Jewish a, people to eat duck. Yeah, probably they got these. Like I listened to Ben Shapiro today, uh, and he sounded like he was in somebody's bedroom. Like I'm sorry, but Hanukkah just ruins my podcast life. It's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> You're so kind. <laughs> Such kind, loving comments. It's it's. I think it's a meme that comes from a Chris one of the Christmas movies, where oh. like you know like their their dinner was ruined, and so they go to the they go to a Chinese, Chinese restaurant because it's the only restaurant open on Christmas Day. And there's a whole bunch of Jewish people there because they don't celebrate. Great Christmas. Have you seen? That's funny. Uh, yeah. um, so that, that's where I, that joke comes I from. I just have memories of ordering a dish with duck. And they have, most restaurants have like giant Lazy Susan. So the Lazy Susan is most of the table. And then you maybe have a foot of space in front of you of actual non-moving table. Mm-hmm. And so when you order for the group, you get a bowl of rice and all the dishes go into the middle. And so you spin it slowly and take turns. And you normally put two or three bites on top of your rice and eat that before you choose something else. Um, Sorry, do you just need to clarify. So you put the food on top of your rice. Do you eat the rice as you're eating it? or you? Yeah, like, you eat a bit of rice with it. Okay, and you can so you always don't eat put- like all your rice or you do can eat as much as you want because you love rice. Yeah, it's not a, it's not me being in China type of thing. It's no. just that I like rice. Yeah, I know, but I'm just wondering, like, do you have like a bowl of rice and like half a piece of fish or no, whatever? No, you eat it kind is, of the duck. stuff off the top with a little bit of rice, okay. and then you put more stuff on top. Of okay, it. I'm just trying to understand it because it's weird to me. It is weird, like and the, like I don't okay. want to, I don't want to get in trouble with <clears> because <throat> China's communist and we were not communists. Going Unless in. they want to sponsor here, if they want to sponsor here, in Nihao. But um. We had a little cheat sheet from the people in Hong Kong who gave us orientation for China. And so it was kind of cool. They're like, these are the things. So like we would all often order Kung Pao chicken because it's said differently depending on where you are. And like Mandarin has six tones. So what you think you're saying might not be right if your tone is not correct. Mm-hmm. But um, it was safe. It was like, a, hey, if you order this. Yeah. So we'd bring our cheat sheet and then we'd just show people on the like... Can we get your version of this kind of thing? And Kung Pao chicken, traditionally in China, they have this Szechuan peppers. And so they're good, but you can't have too many. Like if you eat one or two, it's not a big deal because it it does make your tongue numb. They look like peppercorns, but they're bright red. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain peppers that that there's not just heat that you're experiencing. It's not just capsaicin. There's an element in it that will actually have a numbing effect on the inside of your mouth. Really? It tingles. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be careful. So, okay. So I have these memories of ordering a duck dish and literally like you eat everything with chopsticks. So you reach across the table for whatever dishes and you grab two or three mouthfuls to put on top of your rice and you Mm -hmm. eat, right? So I got pretty good with chopsticks. I had a single guy in China say, because they have this thing about... You want to be my wife. No, not exactly. He didn't say that? Not exactly. (laughs) Basically, the further to the... did not say that. (laughs) There's your eating end, and then there's the other end, right? So the further back you can hold your chopsticks, it's like the sooner you're getting married or something like that. China has a lot of superstitions. Mm. (laughs) Lots of Asian cultures do, like Japan does have some too. Yeah, but I was mostly around Christians, whereas in China, obviously, 
like it's communist you're not allowed to be christian so there's a there's just superstition is a human trait not just a religious one yeah i feel like it's more predominant in the asian countries that i have been to Mm-hmm. Um, like it really holds again, a lot more again, weight and just like I'm I'm trying to help you not be racist. <laughs> but it's a joke. It's okay. I get defensive when he says things like this. <laughs> but I have been to He's China like, and I've push. been to Japan. And, and I also lived favorite, in Australia and, and I've been to Vanuatu. Places, I know. So Your privilege is, is well we're well aware of your privilege. <laughs> Shut up. I remember whatever duck dish this was and picking up a piece with my chopsticks and it was literally like half of a duck head. You could see half the head, half the beak and probably the brains in it. And I remember just putting it aside and be like, I will just try a piece of just duck meat. Not like, because that's basically what they literally do is like this duck is slow roasted. I don't know how much of a delicacy it is. And they just go chop, 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 chop. And then... They put it in the dish with the stir fry or whatever, right? So it's like... Tug with your hands is great. Yeah. All three of us have done it now. It's okay. It's <laughs> um, But one thing that was really good is we went to like... Hold on. F- you didn't... You Okay. You. I'm sorry. I have to hijack it. You did not finish the story about uh, being far back on your chopsticks and some guy coming to you and saying... Oh, he said... He said he... Um, he was telling us about how the further back you can hold your chopsticks then the sooner you'll get married. But he also said, oh, you hold your chopsticks better than I do. And he's Chinese. Like, he's lived in China his whole life. Are you sure he's not just like, hey. Maybe that's a way of Chinese flirting. I don't know. But <laughs> you, hold know. The, or you hold or those chopsticks Or it could just so be nicely. somebody who is being charming. Like, you, oh, don't, you yes. don't have to want to be hitting on somebody to be a charming individual. But also, super charming. China, I am almost too charming. And I think it's, it's um, perceived as me hitting on they people. They give out little dishes of, uh, like, appetizer type things. So there's normally peanuts. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pickled daikon something white and they cube it and then there's normally a third thing and so normally you have a few little snippets of these little things but they can't say they're tea when they're saying peanuts in english Mm -hmm. so So they're like oh you want some peanuts oh you want some peanuts and you're like wait what (laughs) (laughs) especially as like you're adolescent you're like young teen you were what no i was 21 in japan yeah but in China, but I was But North 20? American, yeah, yeah, but to, to them, you might have been a teenager. Because you were short. <laughs> <laughs> short age? Wait, no, hold on. Lots China, it was a lot short of short. You were probably tall But there, there are a lot of tall people, too. No, I was pretty... I was short in China. Really? That's... I would say Japan is more short people, I okay. feel like. Walking around. I'm trying to remember, but... You d- d- is it nice to, like, feel among your people? Like, you're just like, I am average height. It's weird to look for people. Like, looking for one Chinese or Japanese person you know in a crowd of Chinese and Japanese people. <laughs> so that's why I said they do look different once you know them. But um, it is yeah, still no, hard. Yeah, when no, you're, it is. Even when you're in the country and you're like, oh, ah... Uh, See, yeah, and it's, it's not an element of like being racist or something like that. It's just like we're all accustomed to discerning the differentiations in people's faces of people that we see all the time. Yeah. And there's heritable traits that we get from a certain lineage of places in Europe or stuff like yeah. that. So it just it 
It's just it, easier for us because those are the faces that we're exposed if to. You all like, the time. If you look at Fort St. John, you had a ginger <laughs> friend with curly hair, and you saw a ginger person with curly hair, you would be like, oh, that's that person. You're like, nope. Isn't there like a festival or something in Ireland that is like, it's like full of gingers? Yeah, probably. And I'd be like, I'm people. sorry. If you went to that, it would be hard to find your redheaded friends. Yeah, you'd be like, even though it's the one normally or two you're like, you know. oh, there he is. Yeah. But just like even you two. You both have beards. If you're in a group of motorcycle, I'm sorry. Club, motorcycle, oh, yeah. I'm if sorry. you're in a group no. of I mean, club people or motorcycle, we, we are say different shapes. But let's say yeah, it would not be hard for someone some, to be somebody, like, "Oh, it's a bunch of yeah. white guys with beards." If somebody pulled well, yeah, out true. one of one true. of the one of the national run pictures where there was like. 40 of us all sitting like in okay. a line up there. And My you, husband's you, the one with let's the say beard. You, you put that in front of some put that in front of somebody from Asia who's n- doesn't spend time with white or people. Or even Europe. Or Europe or I don't think yeah. they're as bearded in Europe are any, they? Or, or even cut. somebody from like OC, you know, OC California, Orange County, California. Like, and it'd be like, "Hey, pick out Mike from that one." And it might take him a minute to be he's like... He's got slightly uh, nope. dark hair, he's got a nope. beard, and he's white. They look at that one. Oh, no. <laughs> that one's Casey. Uh, nope, sorry. Good guess. That one there is... He's smiling fe- with his yeah, mouth That one there is, is fever. Always, always. Always and forever smiling with smiling his mouth closed. Smiling with his mouth closed. Like, right? He like glasses. It, but if yeah. some, you know... it. Yeah, bikers have a look. Yeah. And it's, most of the time it's a beard. Yeah, there's a beard, there's a bandana, Unless there's a leather, grow there's beard, a leather vest. Try you put them all in in the same yeah, <laughs> Who wants you, to try one? We're all middle age. You know <laughs> You you put them all in a big lineup and try and pick one out just offhand. Yeah. Not the easiest thing in the world. I I still don't consider under forty middle aged yet. What, what uh, are you talking I just about? Feel old. No, I'm sorry, but I don't. I still sometimes feel like I'm. No, like you're you're an twenty one year old Amanda that was you in Japan. Ju- like <laughs> you just don't want to see your husband. I mean, I wake up more tired, but I have four kids, so I think yeah. that's excusable. I, I think, I think I I'm middle aged. I stopped feeling like I know what you're saying because I felt like that for a long time. Like I still thought of myself as young Devin. I think maybe like three or four years ago that just switched. And I'm like, You're not much older than I am, though. No, no not really. Are you? I'm thirty. I'm thirty-six. Okay, I'm thirty-four. Yeah, like it. It's just there was a couple of years ago where it's like a switch flipped. I'm like, oh man, no, I feel like an old guy now. Yeah. Mike realizes that when he's around young people, because oh, you think of people. like young adults is like right. twenty to thirty, right? So I had an experience today. Today. Oh, today. Today, I had an experience where I was um, in line at Canadian Tire, and there was a... Um, <coughs> I'm going to put this as respectful as I can with my wife here. A young lady in her prime? Anyways, I tried not to notice her. That's a relative term, Mike, in her prime. Uh, to you or to her? To her. And okay. anyways, so I was like, oh, there's a young lady there. Good looking girl. And then the guy behind me is like, oh, man, they don't make them like that when I was that age. I'm like, yeah, they're really pretty. He said that to loud me. enough that you could hear yes. in the store with she her had like, already, in front. She had already gone to the till. Oh, so my goodness. She couldn't hear him. You know you live in Fort St. John when. <laughs> so he's like, oh, man, she's like, like, man, they didn't make them like that when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah, they're really pretty till they talk. <laughs> No offense, but most 20, 21-year-olds around that age, they're really smart till they start talking. And they're like, oh, you're pretty. Oh, you're you're very pretty. But I, I don't think you know anything. Yeah. That being said, 
they, yeah, they made him like that when you were that age too. You just obviously were not a person who spent much time with new, new. And this is an older oil field guy. He wasn't like yeah. my age. He was older than I was. And I said, "I'm like they're really pretty." He's like, "I don't care how uh, how dumb they are as long as they get." Uh, I'll pay the bills. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, you can pay the bills. I can barely pay my bills. Like, I'm, I'm like, constantly deflecting. I'm like, I don't need any of this. I'm just going to deflect. Yes, I recognize that she's a good-looking This was the guy girl. today? Yes. Said all that stuff? Yes. In line? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. He needs more friends no. that he can rant to, <laughs> No, man. no. The problem is he does have friends, and they're on the oil field. And that's the way oil field guys talk. And it's fine. It's just, I'm like, sorry, that's their echo chamber. When you're in that echo chamber of good-looking girls, echo chambers. Uh, I've got a different echo chamber. Devin's my echo chamber. Your brother, which oh, is not much problem. better, <laughs> is my echo chamber. People who disagree with me, but I can have conversation with, but we know denigrate women in the same yeah. way because we're married, happily married. Yeah, happily my wife, married. Not my like... wife has told me that I'm happily married, so I know I am. <laughs> not like fake happily <laughs> married. Just like, like for real. For real. Like, for real, guys. <laughs> Really real. Like, I wouldn't... Okay, if I was uh, unsure of myself in any way, I wouldn't have brought that story up with my wife here. I'm like, no. I I even said this to the guy. I'm like, yeah, she's really pretty till she'll, she starts talking. No, but I just listened to the Jesse Braun episode where Devin was just praising how loyal you are. So I, I am you the know, best. Everyone needs to know this. No fear <laughs> in my life now. Hold on. Listen to the next episode when he's <laughs> ripping on me for being me. <laughs> Next episode with Kirk. He's Did in, I? Uh, eventually, at one point, I, I was listening to a little bit of. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the point where the like the brotherhood yeah. ribbing okay, comes. I was starting to ribbing. talk about my cultural experiences, and I feel like that was a. Really I'm sorry, long but I thought tangent. you showed everybody your cultural. We can do a whole episode on just where I've been and how how no, I felt we, about we can do all that my right now. Places. It's fine. It's, no, it's people fine. are just listening. It's great. If if they're doing this during Christmas break, they have nothing better to do. Nothing better. This is the high <laughs> or, point of. Or if you're listening to this at this point in the year, this is the high point of your life. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Just need to get away from my aunt. That's true. My father-in-law. We were, you said you, we wanted to talk about presents because mm. Christmas has just happened when we release this. Yeah. How the frick did we get from that to China? I don't know. Wow. This really took a turn. All right. Uh, I really, uh, all I re- go oh, we were talking about listen. homeless people and people. I really people, enjoyed and then we got it, to Asia. Okay. I really enjoyed it, though. Just, Amanda, like, that was it's fun. Like, anyone tangent. who's my Facebook friend can go find, I think I have a Japan album. I probably have a Hong Kong album and a China oh. album. She loves Hong Kong. Like, I'm sorry, but I that's when I fell in love with you was when, like, following a bit of that trip. And I'm like, uh, not being able to talk to her, you know, uh, just Hong Kong up. was fun, but it was a waiting game getting into China. Yeah. So there were lots of experiences. Yeah. Some not in pictures that I probably journaled about. What's, what happens in Hong Kong stays in Hong Kong. Mostly because they won't let it leave. <laughs> um, we, have, we have pictures. Is it? Is it Jet Li? We have pictures posing by his thing. Are you sure it's Jet Li or... or uh, I don't know. They all look alike. They all could be Jackie Chan. It was not Jackie Chan. Or maybe... <laughs> no, because he's... No, oh, wait, maybe. Could be a random, generic Chinese superstar. <laughs> Some guy. Huge in Japan, but we don't know. <laughs> we took the overnight Bruce train Lee? into it Bruce China. Lee? It was probably Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, yes. Not thank Jet you. Li. There's a fucking huge... Oh, difference. my gosh. I love it when a joke pays off. It was a different Asian guy. <laughs> 
It was definitely Bruce Lee. But if you ever go to Hong Kong, they have amazing fireworks. They have amazing fireworks. Okay, we'll have to do do an episode where I talk about all the places I've been. And... The highs and lows of every place. Okay, cool. What? You that, that would actually be an interesting. I would yeah, listen that would, to it. That would be interesting. All right. So presents. All right. Things presents, you hate. Uh, things I hate. Necessity. You should not. A present should not. Okay. Don't I buy socks rules. and underwear and call it a gift. I yes. I My, mean, unless you're giving something to charity. Now the problem is <laughs> there's far too many people out there that when they buy a gift for them, like when they buy a gift for somebody, it has to be extraordinary. My goal for a gift, because I'm cheap to myself, is that I've had to condition myself to do this. This is not something I come naturally to of something I will not buy for myself. And the problem is I buy a lot of shit for myself. So I, like I said, I've conditioned myself to the discipline is, and not right before Christmas too. The problem is his birthday is also in October. Yeah, it's not fair. It's so not my fault. Fall starts coming and he's like, oh, I want all these things. And I sometimes. Didn't, I didn't get them for my birthday. So I got to buy them for myself this year, he, This year he's really good. But some years he's like, oh, we have like a bit of like some, you know, sometimes when we do have money available the reprieve is in the fall and so his birthday comes and christmas is coming and he updates his christmas wish lists on amazon or on elfster and then but then he buys this shit too and i'm like <laughs> like i'm like you cannot start buying yourself stuff in october and december when i'm looking for gift ideas for you but i want oh my gosh but I, I'm also super reasonable, so I'm like... Oh, super reasonable. It's annoying. She's I'm like, like, I want pots and pans. No, I don't... Just I'm kidding. Maybe it's a an, joke. I'm, it's a I might be the joke. odd wife out, but I'm like, if our family needs a blender, don't buy me a blender for Christmas. No. But that's, that's what I mean by necessity. You Whereas, need this thing, don't buy I've it I've recently a, seen like home setters that family. are like, yeah, give me all the, all the appliances for Christmas. And I'm like, no, no, no. If it's something random that only I'm going to use, then it's different. Mm-hmm. But, like, for example, I asked for a cast iron frying pan. Last year. Last year, and he got it for me for Christmas. Wh- when did we, when, when did we it do it? once or twice. No. I've been scared to season it, and I only used it tonight. So it's been almost a full once. year before I actually once. I know, seasoning it. cast iron shit scares me. I'm like, I don't want to fuck this up. Well, and then you have to set a set aside all this time to be like home and have your oven at like four hundred or if it can go higher, higher to like. And Mike's like, well, once yeah, he it's made a, a good point. One He's year, like, one year. He made a year. good. And one year when we were newly married, I was like, oh, one day when I have time, I'd love to make scrapbooks of like our wedding and like Gideon's. First so what do I do? I go out of my way so to for buy Christmas, her everything scrapbook. Like yeah, every, he I spent got me scrapbooks. He bought me all these things. I have not completed a scrapbook. Not one. I started at one point. Did you? Yep. Oh. I printed off a bunch of our wedding pictures right. in like regular five by seven size. When, when year I got, she's like, I want to learn to make sushi. I bought her all the sushi shit. Does sushi, sushi once. Things to make like pressed sushi or rolled mm-hmm. sushi. I and we use it once. I am a what do you want and what are you not going to buy yourself? I'm, I can distinguish between what are you not going to buy yourself and what mm-hmm. do you want. 
So obviously you're not succeeding at that because they're not landing. No, no, I'm lying exactly what she thinks she wants. The problem is we have four kids and they take up a lot of time. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love them. They're finally like, <laughs> the girls are finally like, oh, I'll try that spicy thing. Oh, yeah, actually, it's not bad. Yes, but they're also baking. Like, they're like, hey, I want to try Oh, yeah, and all of a sudden they're into thing. baking and cooking. So they're like, I'm like oh, snap. I chose this recipe. And it's like, okay. But then like. You're not ready. Or we can't eat it fast enough. And then like, like we have a moldy cake upstairs with a lid on it. To Do stop we? it from drying out. Yeah, I checked on it. Like, I can see it now. It's, it's like a chocolate growing, banana cake because we name. had frozen bananas. Mm-hmm. And that's like, oh, it's shoot. Cu- it's cultivated again. It was enough to make two nine by nines. And then it's like, oh, anyways, Thing is, you I need to deal with it. You can't reward your kids with cake every single night. We're like, oh, we yeah, you made the cake, but we don't have time to eat it every single time when you don't finish your dinner. So they're not going to finish your yeah. dinner. I'm sorry, but. Well, and you're trying changer. to encourage, too, like, not to have so much junk. Yeah. You can make the chunk, but you can't eat the chunk. Yeah. So you and I both messed up a little bit when it comes to gift giving. Is we married very humble, like you know, beautiful, but <laughs> humble and non-pretentious women. So we can't just throw yeah. glittery shit at them. No, it doesn't work. I tried. And then there's me. <laughs> I'm like, you give me money, I'll spend it. You give me motorcycle parts, I'll put it on. I like, I will tell you exactly. Yeah. You give me a fixed blade <clears throat> knife every single year, I will be giddy. You look in that drawer, you're gonna find four or five knives. You look behind Don't your head. Don't use them, but look at them. Be like, so glee. Mike did <laughs> some Christmas shopping today, and I don't know exactly what he bought. And this is gonna air after Christmas, so I I can talk about it. So, for example. Our oldest two, our son and our daughter, have pocket knives, like multi-tool type pocket mm-hmm. knives. But Gideon, our only boy, hasn't really had a much of a chance to use his pocket knife. And then we're trying to contemplate, like, what's their, like, bigger gift? And our bigger gift is still under 50 because that's what our affordability is at right now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where we're at. Because you going know, into debt for Christmas is bullshit. Yeah, no, fuck that noise. But when you have a kid that's kind of like, uh, I like stuff. I like things. It's hard unless to be I like, don't. Unless I do. You know, it's easier when they ha- are really passionate about a certain <sighs> thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, we have a decent amount of Lego. Like, unless he's, you know, it's kind of ebbs and flows, right? So then Mike's like, oh, we could get him a knife. And I'm like, but he doesn't no, even no, use no, his. No, 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 Not just a knife, a fixed knife, a fixed okay. blade, like a... Uh, I saw it as a picture of knives. No, it's knife a fixed blade. Knife. blade. It's not just a regular knife. You see, there's there's a pocket knife, which there's a hierarchy of There's a hierarchy of blades. <laughs> there is a hierarchy of blades. If you look behind your head, there's a fixed blade. If you look in the drawers, there's a fixed blade. If you look over there, there's a... Uh, I'm pretty sure I have a folding knife somewhere. Yeah, that one is a rat tail knife uh, that I had to put... And there's knives. I just love knives. I'm just a whore. I get a knife every year for Mike for his birthday and for Christmas, and he I would not be disappointed. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, okay, so our son is 10. And I want to get, I, I'm like, what do I, I get this say kid who doesn't have any passionate designers? about any one mm. thing? He's creative, but like, even in the summer, I have to like, coax him outside like you have to spend half an no. hour in the summer yes but in the winter you, you tell him to go outside he's like all right cool there's snow i'm gonna go build no but i've implied to him i've said you should work on your fort today because uh, it's not very cold and then let or no it has yeah. to be like minus 15 for him to go outside i don't understand this kid but okay like today 
I could have been like, you guys have to go outside. But I was busy cleaning. Like, I cleaned the bathroom. I cleaned behind the fridge. So I was, when I'm intense in cleaning, I'm not going to stop to interrupt the kids and be like, do these things. Yeah. So once they're outside, they're okay for a bit. And today would have been a good day. But I, I didn't enforce that kind of stuff today. Mike didn't have a long work day, so, you know. I got other stuff done. You got other stuff done. It's but still, yeah. you failed to put them outside is what I'm I did. I should have kicked them <laughs> outside. <laughs> Buck naked. You'll learn. And sometimes they're like, I'll go outside if you come, Mom. And I'm like, I'm doing a million other things. Like, I'm you not. think I have time to go outside and play with you? And by play, I mean I'm just not heavy play. on the chore list. I'd rather just get it done. And if I can do a good job and be and, thorough and, your and they're your not fighting. Your grandmother is coming to town and you're trying, you are trying to prepare for that. Oh, yeah. We kind of briefly talked about this today. I told my kids. Um, so I'm homeschooling for the first time this year. And we've done our main unit. Only my son. Out of three kids, only one is currently doing math to complete the first book this year. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, by Christmas. What are you signaling? That you should put more in my glass? No. This was... Okay, sorry. I'm, it, I'm hijacking. You can't it was, see. It was, it was about a half th- inch below your finger. Our it, bo- the bottle of bullet was three quarters full. It's not a very big... It's only it was at three mil. quarters, it and now right it's probably... We it's just, just under a quarter. This. <clears throat> but I've had two of bullet, right? No, like, you've had whiskey. No, you, sorry, you had rum, bullet on the first one, whisk, uh, rum on the second. Rum on the third. <laughs> no, rum on the... And everybody can tell because we're all over the place right now. <laughs> so, okay, anyway, uh, where is this tying into the knives, the fixed knife thing, <laughs> the present? Oh, yeah, so today we're talking, we're like, my, Gideon, we need more ideas because he had basically told us... He basically had given us a list that said... Spinny toy, which is a, something that we just went to a homeschool Christmas party, and one of the kids won this prize from the dollar store that was kind of a spinny toy, and he likes it. Like a dreidel? So. No, like a dollar no. store, $2 I toy. I think it's called not a gyroscope a something something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he said, what else did he say? A flashlight. And a flashlight. He wants a flashlight or a $2 and toy. It's like, sweet. I love when the kids give us simple ideas. But at the same time, when you're all trying to get them a toy uh, around... Aman- Amanda's very calming in this way of everything needs to be the exact same price. <sighs> I think all parents with multiples do this. They try to spend the same at Christmas time. See, my, my dad, when he was a kid, had the exact opposite. Like, they got bowls that they were filled with presents and treats. And the oldest got the biggest bowl every year. And it went systematically smaller to the youngest kid. And that's how it was. Can you imagine being 18 and you're like, oh, I'm tired so, of getting this freaking bowl. Okay, Devin, you have no idea about this concept because you only have one. But I guarantee, guarantee any other family with multiples is like, yeah, we try to spend the same amount. That's they, not an unusual yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Right? If yes. You, like, that kid is okay. one partnership away so, from a partnerhood. Obviously, one fight away from in a my head, I love giving gifts at Christmas. We don't spoil our kids crazy. And so they get gifts for their birthday and at Christmas time. There's not really like, I don't, every time we go to Walmart, they don't get a present. Yeah, every we time. talked about that yeah. already. We talked, we, we okay. didn't mention that. Okay, yeah. One. So I feel like that's already pretty practical for a low income family. And. So it's like, okay, so we're looking for things, you know, 
the baby of the family, I'm like, oh, oh we've had this play kitchen for <laughs> over a year now because I think we gave it to them maybe two Christmases ago. And it's like, oh, it has elements on it. And we don't even have play pots and pans. Okay, well, who plays with the kitchen the most is the three-year-old right now. The other girls play with it a bit. But the, the so it's thing like, is, okay, perfect. They are very entrepreneurial in the way that they think, where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is now a store. I'm going to make money. <laughs> it's like they, they put Yeah, they'll play store or restaurant or I'm whatever. Like, hmm. It's amazing that kids always. I don't, do you remember doing that when I was a kid? Uh, if we found a building that was slightly um, derelict, mm-hmm. we'd be like, "This could be a store," and we like turn this little tiny lean-to into a possible store. We're like, "Hey, what could we do? What could we make this into?" And we actually looked at these tiny places in the middle of Saskatchewan. Well, like we lived, um, I lived in a village called Punichai. Okay, and. Um, there was a lean-to shack next to the arena. And upon looking at it, I'm like, this could be a convenience store. We could turn it into it. And it was like 12 years old. And I'm like, we can make this into something. How much money could we make? It was all about making money. Almost immediately. Even when I was a kid. You remember doing, uh, what do you call it? Uh, lemonade stands? I was telling you about this recently. Yeah. So me and my siblings, when we were younger, made had lemonade and iced tea stands. And when we lived on I think 98th at the end of the townhouse right by um, the Lutheran apartments mm-hmm. we started having lemonade and iced tea stands and we made you know we charged 25 cents a glass 10 cents for a refill and um, best iced tea slash lemonade in town apparently apparently it was <laughs> decent <laughs> enough it was like <laughs> Yeah, but you had so kids then, around the neighborhood try to do the same thing. So across the street, kids from the apartment were like, well, we can do better. So they had one <laughs> too, but it wasn't... We had a sign that kid, people could read from across the street. Anyways, okay, so basically, then we moved out to Charlie Lake. One acre on Charlie Lake Crescent. If anyone knows the area, mm-hmm. there's a boat launch. So in the summer... We go to the end of the driveway, and we have our lemonade and ice tea stand. If we had time, we'd make cookies, too. Same price, 25 cents a glass, 10 cents a refill. Because cups are probably the most expensive part of any stand. Yeah. And we had a little family club. And I remember writing, I think I, I must have been the appointed secretary, note taker. But because it was an acre and my are, are dad you had... Su- are you surprised by that, Devin? Are you surprised she nope. was a section? <laughs> Not even a little. When I was on, like, the church board, too, I you would... You were the same thing. CLT, I'd always take the notes. Yeah. But, anyways, end of the driveway... predestination. Always the note taker. Oh, note-taker. you're a Calvinist now. <laughs> people taking... People going to the boat launch or whatever, because it's summer. Sometimes yeah. we'd have Americans. Sometimes we'd have just... Locals. Ran- just randos and locals. Yeah. But we had a club, and I remember having a notebook, and we'd have to pay my mom back for supplies. She was in a club, and she became a secretary. But it was a family club. And I remember, like, I have... <laughs> did I come across it? Or maybe I just remember writing it down. But I remember being like, oh, when we make this amount of money, or, like, you know, we had goals. Like, we were... Oh, so it was an acre that my dad had cleared himself. And so for a long time, right behind the house, we oh, had this yeah. pile of trees. Oh, we're going to make a tree fort. And dad had said he would build us a tree fort, which he never did. Are you telling me Nick the Procrastinator never <laughs> made you a tree fort? 
<laughs> Never. But we like designed it how we wanted the four walls and we wanted bunks built into the walls so they wouldn't take up more space in the fort. They yeah. would be like recessed, is that the right word? Into the Yeah. Into the walls. And I was like, when we make you know, whatever we thought we'd make we want to buy a table and four chairs and different things. But, of course, we were kids. And so our follow-through to keep the club going year after year got old really hold, fast. Hold on. How many years did you keep? Like, were you, like, 16, 17 before you quit? or what? No, because <laughs> we were younger than that. Yeah, I know. I just all, all I can say is both of you as kids were far more grounded did you, than did I was. Did you not do any uh, entrepreneurial but, effect? No, we my, didn't. My head was much more in the clouds than, than any of that. What do you mean much more? What could you do bigger than the Did you have business? an allowance when you were younger? I had an allowance too, but uh, we were You poor. had an allowance? Like $2. We did not have an allowance. A week. Sometimes. Literally a When tuning. I wanted to make extra money. No, I, I don't remember any consistent allowance when I was a kid. It was, Yeah. That yeah, that was never really a thing of like doing chores for a certain amount of money that you were allowed to have, and then you would go spend that. No, it was like, just like money my parents gave me was like two dollars. Yeah, but this is like yeah, I don't yeah I. Th- if there was a time when there was a li- allowance, it was never consistent. All right, so when you say you were not entrepreneurially entrepreneurially, no, I was leaning. I was. In, I don't know. I think I was just more into into fantasy in, in general dungeons and dragons i was gonna say did your dad have money when you were a kid <clears throat> yes like he did. could you just yes. get whatever no. you wanted when you wanted it no 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 no, no? no. like we didn't grow up rich oh you we guys were doing house flipping that's right yeah house flipping but like my dad was a laborer like yeah he had his own business but it was like doing labor and sometimes in hard times, sometimes in good times. But the good times came along much more when I was like a teenager or something like that. Yeah. When you had a Dodge Stratus. Yeah. <laughs> Which I bought. <laughs> like I, 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 wor- I, I legit you, worked for that one. Do but you know my, the... my concept of work came as a teenager where I got a job. Did like you basically see that Will working Ferrell? on job sites. Did you see that Will Ferrell bit of I drive dro- Dodge Strategy? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I laughed <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> so um, when I said that, I'm like, I knew you had a Dodge Stratus. And as soon as you told me, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe me, I saw that and I laughed <laughs> and quoted it many a time. <laughs> I'm an important person. I drive a Dodge Stratus. Okay, when did that sketch come out for you? Were you in high school oh, it when was, you discovered it? Oh, you know, it was Will Ferrell in SNL. He was in that, like, when I was in college. Okay, so it was, like, in it, your prime. Yeah. College. But anyway. I didn't go to college. <laughs> yeah, not, Devin's the only Mike. one. Devin's, I, the, Devin's only the only dropout, one. <laughs> of course, dropout, obviously. It's funny how peer pressure Except is like, I can't, I can't be somebody who, who completed it. I got to be among <laughs> yeah. the dropouts. I am the dropout of dropouts. Yeah. But but as a kid, like, no, I wasn't surrounded by money. Yeah. That, but at the same time, like, I don't know, my, my the, the things I was interested in as a kid... I don't know, like, they didn't really revolve around the real world at all. No? I, I, I can't remember anything like, like that. Well, kind of, okay, when you said you, you're, you're uh, uh, we'll call it prepubescent, prepubescent 
uh, inklings were preteen childhood. No, prepubescent. <laughs> prepubescent. Yeah, that's preteen, Mike. Yes, but it's far more fancy to say what that's I like said. It's like eight to eleven. Yes. What were your inklings? You said fantasy. Were you like? What do you mean by that? I'm trying to understand it. Oh, it would have been like... We didn't have internet or Nintendo and any of that shit. It was get outside, go there till dark, and then come home. Okay, well, I mean, I did have a Nintendo for certain for certain years. Like, I had the original NES for a long time. Yeah. But, like, let's say it was, like, fantasizing about being cops and robbers or Indians or, or like, some kind of, like... I don't know. I was like really into action movies. <laughs> so like yeah. me and my friends, we would, we like when we got toys, it was toy guns. <laughs> and we yeah. Would, yeah. Like, yeah, we, we played it murdering oh, yeah. each oh, other. Oh and... <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I did. I did, I did that too. But we also did the, Hey, we can make a store here. Cause yeah. Like I, I know I just, that the, the let's make a store here thing. Like that was never an inkling I had until I started working. Oh really? Yeah. Just wasn't a thing. See, we did both. We did the, my, my buddy had a, um, his parents had a farm and you know how there's always that low spot in a farm where it's just like, Hey, there's yeah. fucking trees because you can't grow there. Cause if you try growing there, it'll get too watered down. Anyways, there was this one low spot where it was like lots of trees. So we created these pathways in there and we just had so many gun wars and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Like I do shit like that all oh, the time. I miss doing but I like, miss the idea. The, the idea of being like like fantasizing about owning a convenience store oh. <laughs> never crossed my mind. No, Doing, we, we were legitimate looking at it like how can yeah. we make money because yeah. we were that poor. We're Doing like, something like making a lemonade stand, I was like, nope, not interested. No, I totally did that too. I, we did it. I don't remember it, but no, we did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I look at people doing that and be like, cool, I... Have fun. <laughs> I'm going to go off and... Do you do you think that's a certain level of privilege where you're like, I don't have to worry about making my own money right now. Or at least a sense of security of not having to worry about it. Because when I was a kid, we were... I remember distinctly not eating some nights. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure we were ever in that position, but like, cause I know you I, had a hard, hard upbringing at some point. Cause you, yeah, like I remember times, like I remember a time where we lived with my uncle and aunt for, for yeah. a while. Like, you know, we didn't have a home. Which is, which is not something most people can relate with. <clears throat> when we say blue collar philosophers, we're fucking really blue. Like we don't come from a, my parents had everything I had and I'm just, no, and we I just decided blue, to be a plumber. Blue. Yeah, I decided to be a plumber because it's good money. No, it's it's uh, this is the options that I had, and I worked with what I have. Yeah, like you know, like we had, like my parents had a a Chevy nineteen eighty eight Celebrity that was our family car from as early hey, as that, I that had a two point eight liter or a three point one liter. Yeah, depending appar- on apparently, what year. it was a pretty cool <laughs> car, but like. That My was, buddy had one of those. Yeah, that that was oh, the family car we had until I was, you know, like until I was a preteen. Really? Like, yeah. We had we had one old car that was that was the car. Like we didn't have new fancy vehicles or anything like that until one day we were able to get like uh, an early two thousand or early two thousands or like a late nineties Dodge Caravan was like the yeah. first new vehicle I ever remember getting. Mm. It was actually the first vehicle other than that celebrity I ever even remember. I remember the celebrity. That was a 
My buddy had one because yeah. his Wait, mom had one. Wait, who makes a celebrity? Chevy. Chevy. Chevy celebrity. It's the same as the uh, Chevy Cavalier, Same based on the same body as the Cavalier. That means also, nothing to me. Okay. It, afterwards, from Cavalier, it became a Sunfire. So they, when they made the body more <laughs> okay. sleeker, it was a Cavalier, Sunfire kind of era. All, all I remember about it was it wasn't. It was her family car. It was a four-door sedan. We could all fit in it. That's what I remember. The thing is, my buddy had one, and we had so much fun with it. Four doors, but, but there was only four of you. So that's like luxury. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, man, do, you, do you remember those old those old F-150 trucks that like had like... The sideways seats? Yeah, the sideways seats in the back, or they I've just had like those. the they just had the lean down the lean down front bench, and you had to like crawl in behind to get to the little tiny yeah. bench. In the so, back. Yeah. I remember those. She doesn't know. My... She's an '88 child. She barely. I was born in '88. I do not know my vehicles, which I think is pretty fair as a woman. <laughs> you said All it. Of no, a you said it. <laughs> my first car was an '88. '88. Was uh, my car- yeah, it was a 1988 Ford Mustang. Ford Mustang. It was black and yellow. It was like four. Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. No, no. I correlate it with Bumblebee because it Transformers were big. It was yellow with the black sports stripes, yeah. but it was like I did not drive it because I had my L and was scared of driving. <laughs> That's a whole keep- other story. And and then I I resold it. I. Maybe I bought it for two hundred and I sold it for two hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After cleaning out like the pot Amanda, grinder and you're, all the... you're holding the mic. It's... <laughs> after holding the after like taking out the pot grinder and like That's vacuuming right. out all the dog oh, yeah, hair. We, we did find a grinder in there. Yeah. But I sold it to someone who was gonna race it in a derby type of thing and they couldn't mm-hmm. spend more than two hundred dollars. And I wasn't driving it anyways because I was terrified of driving and I still have my N. For all you BC slash Canadians. Was it a station wagon you said? But we, I grew up with a station wagon. And when we moved to Fort St. John, it wasn't even a station wagon that we drove. It was a six-seater car. And there were six of us. And I remember. This is what the celebrity looks like. Okay. It's, it's like a traditional station wagon. It's a fugly like, car. Oh, so this, our, our, ours didn't have a hatchback. No, you weren't the hatchback? So we had a station wagon while we lived in Fort St. John for a while. And I remember so we were going out to Kings Valley Camp, so Rose Prairie. And I remember a truck going past us. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but we were basically in the back of the station wagon. So we were facing the back. And it had an o- like a regular tailgate. It wasn't a hatchback. And somehow a rock came up backwards and hit the back windshield. That, and it, yeah, that does happen. It shattered like safety glass. So it's like basically little cubes. And I think, I don't even remember if my dad pulled over briefly, but basically I remember just climbing over the seat and being like, okay, we're good now. And then having to get the glass. But when we moved there, to Fort St. John, that's the one. my little sister was four. That's so fugly. I would have yeah. been <laughs> eight, <So>. nine. <clears throat> Yeah, like we used to. What is that? That's that's the car. That's a celebrity. It was not the station wagon. I thought he had the station. No, no, not the station wagon. It was the sedan. Oh, I was okay. So we had the the celebrity. We moved up here in a sedan, something like that. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, we had an accident outside Chetwin. My uh, older sister. uh, You got you got gashed on the chin too. Like there was like a train. Yeah. So my 
My older sister got flown to Vancouver. She was in Vancouver Children's. My mom broke her sternum, so she was down south with her. And I remember, like, basically, I have a scar now on the right side of my chin. But when I first got the scar, it was right under my chin. And, of course, your face grows, and so your your scars move. So mm-hmm. now it's, like, probably an inch, inch and a half uh, to the right of my chin. Kind of on my jawline, so I don't even think about it. But I there's scars there i remember waking up in chetwin hospital and they asked me what kind of campbell soup i wanted and like well what kind do you have and they're like any kind you want and i was like eight or nine so i remember being like ever (laughs) any soup i want and it's just campbell's it's not like it's campbell's chunky or something because campbell's chunky wasn't even a thing then no but that was like 98 no or 99 how old were you I thought it was nine when I was moved, but we moved in the summer and my birthday's, I'm the only spring baby in my family, so. No, 97. I want to say it was 98, but it might have been 97. No, you would have been 10 or right before you turned 10 would have been 97. I was nine when we moved here. Yes, but if you were about to turn 10, it could have been 98. No, because we moved here in the summer, so I might have just turned nine. Anyways. In my family, I'm the only spring baby. Everyone else was born in the fall, so it gets kind of confusing. Could you believe that people are born after the year 2000? It still bothers me. <laughs> I. <sighs> Everyone in my family was born after 2000. And it's wrong. My little sister was born in 92. I know. I was born in 88. She's a child. I still see her as a child. Me or my little sister? Not you, obviously. Fun that fact. Would, that would be weird. That would be very weird. <laughs> Mike was good friends with my little sister before we were even dating. Yes. We went to Ukraine at the same time on the same mission trip. And I was friends with her and we were hanging out. And then, like, oh, oh. my dear old husband here went to my little sister's 16th birthday party when I was overseas in a whole different country and we weren't even dating don't, yet. Don't, don't say it like that. It makes it sound weird. <laughs> Because <laughs> you were definitely much older than sixteen at the time. Oh yeah, but I was like, that would have been a statutory crime. I wasn't no, there for that. They weren't dating. They were just like friends. Oh, you're cool, and you're my friend, and we and are part of the same youth group, and you're my leader. Like whatever. I was a youth leader. Isn't youth group hilarious? How it straddles like the line of okay and not okay. <laughs> yeah, so horribly. Oh anyway, moving on. Ignore this. And then, do you know what happened? A really funny thing. My buddy Ben. Uh, that we talked about earlier. He was like, uh, hey, what do you think of your uh, sister and Mike? And she, he asked, he asked your sister, what do you think of your sister and Mike? I hadn't talked to her yet. I was her youth leader, but I hadn't talked to her about me dating her older sister. And that really bothered her. And she was not okay with it <laughs> at the I moment. Don't, I, I'm thinking, like, she why would you? The thing is, yeah, exactly. Like, Why I would, would I? I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't ask my sister's little, or, or like but, my wife's little sister for permission. But they would were the ones hanging f- out more. But would you want to find out through somebody else, or would you want to find out from them? That only matters if she had a crush on you. She probably did. Look at the. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> well, she, she did marry into the families. <laughs> Yep. If, so, there, if for, there was no crush there, that detail would not have fucking mattered. That's right. You heard her. You heard her. She's not listening. She doesn't so listen basically, to the, the long She's and short of it is. We have like two woman listeners, and one of them's here, and she listened to one episode. 
No, I've listened to more than one episode. I just haven't <laughs> listened to every episode. Are you like, even I've a listen- fan? I fully listened to your depression episode. Not my depression. I'm not depressed. Okay, no, okay, but guilty. the one that was something about depression. <laughs> deconstruction or I've, depression? They're two different ones. I haven't not listened to the deconstruction, which actually, after listening to the one with Jesse, I was like, oh, I need to go back and listen to the full episode. Ooh, yeah. Mm. But I gave Mike a hard time because the very first time you guys recorded, he's like, if you listen with your kids, you're a bad parent. So I'm like, yes, okay, I, I can't stand, listen with my kids. And then we that. decided that homeschooling was better than the public system. And so, yeah. I, like, really, when do I ever get to listen? Because the kids are always home with me. With yeah. your, your and, and, a, and a person can't just put on your, you can't just put on your headphones no. for two and a half hours. I'm no. also not a headphone person. Yeah. No, she yeah, really so, isn't. Yeah, and even if you were, like, you can't just do that and pay attention and ignore all the stuff going on at home. Because no, that's an active environment. That you're right. the quarterback of. And exactly. So today, at that point. I was like, I'm cleaning the bathroom. Mike is home. Because, yeah, <laughs> Mike was home. Only one child has math to finish this week. Um, we're not doing anything else this week. And then next week, official Christmas break begins. And I'm like, okay, kids, like, just so you know, like, I'm cleaning heavy today because I want to actually have a break. We're you know. clean, when cleaning is your break, momming is hard. <laughs> she, she can't help but touch the mic. She just needs to grab it. Well, no, it's it. because you guys are moving and no, so the mic is shaking. And I'm like, upward let me little. hold it still. <laughs> Anyways, she did listen to our Jesse episode. So I listened to the episode Escaping Legalism. Is that what you called it? No. Yes. Yeah. Leaving legalism. Leaving legalism. Yeah, because alliteration is important. If I yeah. need to be very specific when it's talking about and legalism. <laughs> I went to school with Jesse's <laughs> wife, and so I is was like... Is she a like, sweetheart? I assume she's a sweetheart. She's lovely. I mean... Mm-hmm. She is. I, I haven't met her. I've we met have him. not had any long conversations since He seems high like school. a really nice guy. And so, which, when you think about it, high school's like 15 years ago. I know. Fuck, you're old. Forever. What's wrong but with you? I graduated in 06, <clears throat> so... Yeah. Even, right. even so, if she's listening... You are a very lovely For the person. Record, no, but that's the thing. Jesse seems like a really nice guy. Up until, so I assume his wife is very nice. Okay, too. but up until the recording, I thought I thought he was the same age as his wife until I learned otherwise. Wait, I did so sorry. So okay, according oh. to the recording, he said he was thirty-eight, right? N- did he? Yeah, he's older than I am. Yeah, but he's my age then. I don't See, remember. I, didn't know I don't this. remember anything. So, okay, I don't so listen to my own shit. Jesse is thirty-eight, All like right, so Michael, me. and his wife, Randa. He didn't say his wife's name on. And you so, did. So you sorry, just Jesse outed her. And Randa, Randa, and I. <laughs> Randa had been at Presby too. She came to Burt Bowes, so we first met in grade, I think, nine. So I'm everything that Jesse could have been if he would have like not applied himself. Well, he probably makes more money than you do. That's why I said. That's why I said not applied himself. Anyways, <laughs> I thought that Jesse was the same age as Randa and I because I remember when they started dating. I gotta fix your mic. You're like via socials. Top of it. I yeah, think the, it's fine. It it pick, picks up facing you. Like oh, I can be louder. Projection is not the problem. I know that. It's the actual placement of where your mouth is. You need to be in front of the microphone, not under, over top or under. <laughs> okay. Fucking inf- 
So I listen to... This is to, why I direct the podcast and I try and over-talk her. I I'm listened like, to no, Jess's episode to today while I was scrubbing the bathroom <laughs> on my hands and knees. I put her yes. on her knees. She didn't have to be. I and just I was made like, sure that she was. I'm trying to clean the freaking bathroom. Make sure the kids eat lunch. So I can listen to your podcast. Yeah. Ungrateful I, bitch. <laughs> he, came home, he came home from the little bit of work he had today. Hey. He just stood in the bathroom doorway and I was like. Talking to you as a person? Like treating you like a human being? I was being. like, uh-huh. You're not and a he's servant. Like, what? And I was like, I'm only 10 minutes in and I've been interrupted at least five times. See, I'm I feel like, that way at work all the time when wife calls me. Oh. <laughs> Don't I call. left immediately. Okay, we're not talking about that today, Devin. <laughs> but maybe Wives not recording. never interrupt. You can have a they discussion. They only have with conversations. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you're listening to the podcast. What'd you think? Um, it was good. I know it's in, so fucking great. In that one, it's funny because Jesse was very good at keeping you guys on track from your own rabbit holes. But at the same time, there were moments where you guys were all ta- trying to talk. Yeah. Which I understand when you're in the same room, but it was really confusing. Yeah. Trying to listen to it's it. It's because they, like, Wait, him and Devin sound exactly the same. <laughs> Not quite exactly. According to you can, Jesse. It's, it's very similar. You have to think of like the way they. Inf- I know, but there's like, nothing funny I don't want to say that. tones, but like the in- inferences. Yeah, but, but that's are what happens when you have a podcast where you don't plan anything out is sometimes you stumble over one another. I mean, we've done it a ton tonight, the three of us. Yeah, especially for Drink Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> They're not watered down. They're like solid no, shots no of straight you, liquor. Why are you acting all attacked? No one's attacking you here. Makes me have to pee when we talk about it. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> have to pee four, and it's your I've fault. I've had four kids the normal way, so. Yeah. I feel like there's grace there. <laughs> and she's squirming now that she's thinking about it. It's really great. The, the thing is, this doesn't have to be a, a full Rogan here. We're just having a fun conversation about how don't give fucking I don't even know what time sucks. it is. Doesn't I don't matter. mean either. I, all I know is it feels late. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, I looked at the time. It is 12.15. I... Okay, in all Devin's fairness. Devin's in trouble. His wife's going to be I so did come, mad. No, I don't. No, it's Devin's going to be, wife is going to be mad. It is not an unusual time for Devin when it's a recording night for you no, guys. Yeah, but not. we don't normally do two. Your first one was shorter. I came I came down after 10. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not in trouble. <laughs> My wife's here. Yeah, we live here, so it doesn't matter when we go to bed <laughs> or stop recording. I'm not oh. in trouble. It's, I'm not going home to, to problems. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was a late one. Sucks to be you in the morning. Devin right. is secure in his marriage, just it's, like Mike and no, I. No, it's you and I working together tomorrow morning. <sighs> you just start at nine instead of eight. It's okay. That's right. If need be. If need be. If need be. If need be. Anyways. Uh, Where were we? Were we? <laughs> uh, we, were, we were talking about the Jesse podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was good. No, it and was good. And it makes good. me think I need to go back and listen to the to Devin's reconstructing right. because you guys Deconstru- referenced it, deconstructing. Yeah, we reference it a number of times. Yeah, we really do. And uh, I th- so it is just insightful. I do encourage that type people. of thing. I find intriguing. All right, because getting getting the inside look into the psyche of Kickstand and other people. Because other people, um, yeah, because. This is what happens. So you guys are like the blue collar philosophers is your name. <laughs> she can't do the like. 
I'm trying to keep it still. It was <laughs> shaking <laughs> around. Touching it. Yeah, when, when it shakes, it doesn't actually make a difference to your sound. It does to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Okay, so. <laughs> what I used to say to Mike is, I'm willing to be on your podcast, but don't. Bombard. Sideblind me by blindside. Blindside. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. I did it. No, you're just. Oh man, we're getting loopy now. It's late. Don't. (laughs) She said sideblind, and I had to correct her with blindsided. What? It's like that Sarah Sandra Bullock movie, (laughs) sideblind. It was the two right words, though. I think I need points for that. Half a point. So. Because of what I know you guys discuss, I'm like, during the day, I'm just one of those people that doesn't have deep philosophical thoughts when I'm going about my day and parenting and stay-at-home mom life, like cleaning. I don't often think deep things when I'm cleaning. I'm just cleaning. I'm just moving the fridge like I did today, and I'm scrubbing the old spills, and I'm taking out the magnets. You know, like, I don't. I don't have deep thoughts during all those day-to-day yeah, tasks. The problem is our deep thoughts stem from, I wonder if Jesus was black and what difference it would have made. It's like not actually deep. There's so, nothing deep about us, obviously. We're like, hey, how would this influence any minuscule part if he was actually something, if he was a ginger, I'm pretty sure that would have a huge effect on the way that he conducts himself, especially in in a Middle Eastern term. I feel like you're I'm trying to pick I'm like sorry. the most asinine yes, example. Yes, I am. I am <laughs> literally trying to do that. I'm like, Back okay, in the day, we're philosophical in the way that we will choose. In it. Bible times, would that be like having an albino? Yes. Having a redhead? If you had a ginger in the Middle East, it'd be like, what the fuck? And then he was like, I am I don't the think savior. it would be quite WTF material. <laughs> be saying? Jesus the Red. <laughs> Jesus the Red. Viking oh, style. Oh, that would be great. Okay, but, okay, anyways. Oh, could you imagine Jesus as a ginger? I used to say to Mike, I'm like, I don't See? mind being on the podcast anytime. I'm much more focused than he is. Can you tell? <laughs> I don't know. Can you let go of the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> you stumped her. I feel like this is a marital said, spat happening. I don't mind you having me on the podcast. I just don't want you to suddenly bring up something super deep. That we've and thought about for yeah. days, yeah, and then you're like, like, oh. Oh, I'm just going to keep that's, that's putting true. in these nails on the, like, you know. Okay, have you ever known with me? With a nail to, gun. Have you ever known me to deeply study any subject to the point of, now I'm going to go stump my wife? It's, it's no, not worth it. There's I am no also the person that, like, Mike's like, Oh, tonight when we record, we're talking about this. And I'm like, don't you think you should research that a bit? And he's like, nope. We're just going to go in. And I'm like, all right. Only women that have ever given us that criticism. (laughs) Right? No guys have been like, hey, could you? One of the only women that has actually listened to a couple podcast episodes. Not true. Teaspoon. Teaspoon gave that exact same criticism. The exact same. The only criticism we get about, hey, maybe you should do more research are women. And guys are like, this is fucking awesome. I've never had a guy come up to me and be like, hey, could you uh, research a little more? Not one. I mean, 
You wouldn't women, be blue yes. collar philosophers if you researched everything beforehand. I don't know. Then we would be white collar ones. So yeah. it's fine. It's fine. I mean, yes. but we, we it's know, not my podcast. We, we I'm use fine with we it. use the word tongue in cheek. Yes. Like yeah. We're we're not literally sitting here thinking we're doing good <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> this will stand the test of time. What what we're doing here is being like <laughs> philosophy. You don't think we could do that shit too? Give us a cup of whiskeys and we're we're off to the races. Like that's how we so use the word. Said, I'm like I don't think about these things. Okay, on, I really... like heavily on the daily, and so I'm like, just don't make me look like an idiot because no, we could. I'm not one. We couldn't. Now here's any more than we look like. <laughs> that's right. That Mike's now, like, wait, how now do you here's do that? Something you said. No, your uncle said to me. He said, uh, every time Devin and I get together, we have a glass of whiskey, no, a bottle of whiskey, and we solve the world problems, and then we forget. So which uncle said that? I don't know. A bearded one that shows up at your place, or your dad's place once in a while. Interesting. And he's like, every time we get together, we have a whiskey, uh, a bottle Is of whiskey. Is it a real uncle or a pseudo-uncle? Pseudo. It might be pseudo. And he says, we solve the world problems. Are you talking about Willie? May yeah yeah it's a pseudo or real no it's a very pseudo <laughs> okay and I think he's uh, being very generous <laughs> yes I know it is in his estimation of how much we talk <laughs> yes but the philosoph the philosophical difference of it really hit me home and I'm like yeah we solve the world's problems with one bottle of whiskey and then we forget. The only difference is we're actually recording this so we can look back and be like, oh, wow. Idiot. No. There are times only where if Mike you has listen. had conversations. Only if you listen. With like you or your father. And he's like, oh, like they said this. And I'm like, how much had they drank? Oh, yeah. There's there's much to be said about drinking thinking. There is. Because you, you say one thing. Like, okay, our Baja trip. Mm-hmm. One day. So tough. Oh, I know. We're sitting there dreaming about riding motorcycles in the Baja straight Peninsula. south from where we live, through oh. California, through San Diego and Tijuana, down to the Sea of Cortez and to Cabo San Just Lucas go. on the Baja. She, she, uh, it happens. It happens to, to the, the best, best of us. us. We've all been there, Amanda. Kirk was there last week. I but had yeah. the flatter of a mom. <laughs> but no, we had this dream of. It's hit the Baja Peninsula, yeah, and I want to. I want you so bad, but at the same time, you're like, that's not happening anytime soon. No. As much as much as you like, got, oh. I got a three year old. I'm 15 years old. Yeah. Because that that trip Hold in on. and of itself, how old could she be and me still go without affecting? It? I got 12 years before I got to worry about that trip. Yeah, yeah. Because in all honesty, for us to leave from Fort Saint John, British Columbia, and do that trip like a road trip on motorcycles in a way that's not going to thrash our bodies. All right. They, that's two weeks down and two weeks up. No. Okay. No, no. Like that's a month off. Uh, that is a month. I'm not saying it's not a month. I'm saying we have done the first 14 hours of that trip at least four or five times. And by the time the trip comes up, we have done it at least a dozen times. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's opt- not, but that's not the thing. But that's not the thing. It's, how many, like, can you put those trips in consecutively without coming no, back to work? What I'm saying is we have done the Fort St. John to American border at least 14 times. How many more times do you need to do that? We can do that one in one day. Yep. It's not a big deal to knock a large portion, not a short portion, a large portion of that trip. Because I guarantee the American to Baja is not, what. okay, what is it if you're really taking your time? A week, if you're really taking your time. 
So yes, yeah, it's, I mean, a, it's you, a two week trip. It is a yeah, two week trip. Two week trip if you're putting on serious kilometers every single day. But but like, are you really gonna want to do fourteen hours on a bike every not day? Not on the way back. On the first day, yes. Yeah, first Guaranteed. day, you get first through day. get through what you've seen every day. But you're also when you the further south you get. The more you're dealing with traffic, the yes. more you're dealing with higher yeah. higher density populations. But I would, lo- I I do look forward to hitting up or- or Oregon. I do look forward to hitting up Washington and like Oregon, Washington, California, right. Northern California, especially. I'd love to hit that because from what I've seen geographically, looking at the maps and everything of the roads that are heading towards the Baja Peninsula, yeah, that so, was like a fun yeah, ride. The, and the point remains the same. It. To do that trip on motorcycles and to really experience it. Two weeks. Yeah, it's three max. I'm sorry, three max. On the way back, you could like stall it out, but. But it's gonna take time. But that's time that you are taking away from your job. It's time that you're taking away from family, from kids, from all that stuff. Like that is like. And for, for guys with young families. Yeah, it's not, not in the cards. And also, you need to make your motorcycle as reliable as it can be. You need to be have ridden that motorcycle into the way that you know what is going to go wrong and what could go wrong in that time. Because if you're riding it and you're like, okay, this, this bike is pristine. Because if you go into the bike knowing, my bike right now, it's got valve issues that I can hear ticking. I know that's a problem that's going to be coming up. Do I mm-hmm. want to take a road trip that long with it? No. Seals on the front forks. No, I don't want to touch that. Like, going into the trip the way that it is. I'm laughing because I'm back, and you guys, in, like, two minutes that I took to pee, <laughs> it's like motorcycle talk. Yeah. No, we were talking about the Baja Peninsula trip, and we are talking about how okay. long it will take, how long you would want to take, from it, uh, take away from your family and your kids. Yes, for the next 15 years, I'm missing a lot. Especially, I'm sorry, but Elise, I don't want to miss that much. Because teenagehood is terrifying enough as it is without me being there. I don't know. You may find it easier when she's a teenager. I hope so. To be able to. Okay. I'm to, sorry. To take an extended. But I mean, but still you, not okay, that you, much. You still not a, that much. You had a sister. Mm-hmm. That was relatively good looking. Okay. Hold on. He still has a sister. Yes, but okay. she's a mom now. <laughs> she's she's she still count. exists. <laughs> she does have a sister. The sister exists. It's worth she's clarifying. a mom now. Do they not count when they're off the market to you or what? Nope. <laughs> they do not count. They are nobodies. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, between the ages of 15 and 18, would you, as a dad, leave a girl like your sister alone even for three weeks? Three, maybe, let's just say a month. Let's just say four weeks. I'm not denying. I didn't say that. I didn't say if, that if you were this your is dad, the trip that could happen. But I'm just saying, like, you may find more freedom when they're older, but yes. still not to that level. No. Like, like that's not happening for us until our kids are out of school. Yeah. And so, like. Like, we'll just be honest. Yeah. We're being very honest. And, and no I offense don't know. Here. In and 10 years, our youngest will be 13. I'm not, so. I'm not trying to speak negatively of your sister, but she was a very good-looking girl at that time. And I wouldn't want to leave. If, if my daughters were as good-looking as your sister was at that time, I'm not fucking taking a summer to go anywhere. I'm, I'm like, no, I need to be home. Because if shit goes wrong here, I need to go fucking deal with business. I need to go make sure that my daughters are taken care of. I need to make sure that at least Gideon's capable of taking care of me while I'm gone. 
So I'm like, no, she's too good looking of a, not your sister, but my daughters in worrying that they look anything like your sister. Yeah, I think I need to make sure that they are protected in a way that I'm not here to do it. I don't know. I think there's something to be said with knowing, knowing your kids. Yeah, that's true. Like it's, it's too far removed to this it's, point. Right. Like, how do you know <laughs> what kind of person they're going to be already? Yeah. 10 years from now. Yeah, yeah that, that's a hard thing to say. Because, like, my sister was a wild child. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> like, she was. Like, she was. It's was her, but are it, my kids going to be a wild character. child? Is that going to be their character? Because, like, I know. Who knows? F- yeah, for me, like, my parents could. Your take, parents could leave take for two off, months. Take off for two months. And it wouldn't, there wouldn't be a problem at all. It's not my character. And no. it's not just because I'm a dude. It's not just because I'm the oldest. It's just because no. that's who I am as a person. There's plenty of other you're, teenage dudes that would have been like, all right, we're fucking this place up. Let's do this. You're, you would be like, all right, I know that I've never been allowed, but tonight, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I've never been allowed. <laughs> you know, even if it wasn't that, it would have been bonfires in the backyard yeah. with, with, with the good friends. Like it. Yeah, it's just the party scene never. Yeah, appealed we're to just me. like the last good people, Devin. Oh, we're the. La- <laughs> I'm sorry, but when I was a teenager, I wasn't I'm like good. I was calm. My and parents I was, left town. But I was and very I'm, much the same. Like my first thought, if my parents like were away or something, I mean, I don't think they ever left us away because I had younger siblings. But it wasn't ever like, oh, let's go do this crazy rebellious thing. Like I was just such a good kid. Like I was such a rule follower. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, I still kind of am. She mm-hmm. taught herself. Uh, she potty trained herself. Everybody. Yeah. Yep. I need to bring that up because she's on her phone and she has no reason but not like, to. It's it's entirely possible that yeah. Elise no. is just like that, and the time's gonna come. You be like, oh frick yeah, yeah. The time's right. I can yes, do this. Maybe there is a chance. I'm not saying there's not a chance. I'm just saying like, okay, if I'm going to take that into consideration. I'm at least 15 years minimum. Yeah, minimum for being able to take a trip like that. And that highway. Could you imagine how pristine the I mean, roads are going to be in that time? Unless you make a deal with Amanda. She's like, no, I'll watch the kids. But believe me, that receipt's coming along for, <laughs> for freedom on my end, baby. I've done that a lot the last couple of years. And I no. think there's a lot of receipts I'm coming. I'm sorry. I have done my best to, like, push you into, like, hey, you want to go say Mamma Mia? Which I have zero interest in seeing. And it's like an ABBA musical bullshit thing that I don't care anything about. But you love ABBA. And you went. Because, okay. Because I'm literally pushing and I'm like, hey, this is something you'll love. You don't know that you'll love it, but you will. She grabbed the mic again. I'm just going to point it out every time now. It's because I'm getting serious about talking here. (laughs) Yeah. It's a mandatory baby. Okay. ABBA was in Dawson Creek way back when I only had one child. And so, A, it felt like more effort (laughs) to even go. Then it's like, okay, then you got to pay for your ticket. I got to arrange a ride because I didn't drive then. Yeah. So I had to get a ride with someone yeah. else. And I tried so, yes, to I did too. have a great time and a fun time. I tried to organize. I but, made sure that you had an away. Okay. Let the record stand that you don't still initiate organizing the babysitter. You're like, yeah, you should go do that thing. And then I still have to organize it all no. for myself. No. That's not no. relaxing. No. I watched the kids on that one. Grocery shopping by myself is not. Like, yes, no. it's a break from the kids. No. Can I, but inter- it's not can a I interject break. and say something? I yes. hope so. <laughs> Marriage counsel us. 
Whether you're a dude or you're a chick, doing cool shit isn't relaxing. It's always effort for the for the payoff. It's ne- like it's not a vacation to go on a on an epic motorcycle trip. You come back fucking tired. Oh yeah. And you're like, wow, that was a lot of effort, but I'm glad I did it. But, like that's like the the stuff that we're doing, we're like okay. That is true. Like we're this isn't this isn't vacation, uh, at least not the way of like just sitting there oosawing from our stress of work or anything like that. We're like, no, we need to fucking release. <laughs> like, but yeah. it's going to take effort and planning and some like inconvenience to make this happen. Yeah. All right, let's just do it. Yeah. Right. Like the last time that Mike and I experienced that was riding on the motorcycle. Yeah. Like right, right before you did right to, down right to, to my grandpa's mm-hmm. funeral yeah. in September. But, so the weather's still great in Chilliwack. September and Fort St. John is starting to get cold. Like we came back. Through maybe, adversity. Maybe around like 6.30 or something. And I had to go still pick tomatoes so that they wouldn't freeze overnight because that was our first frozen night. Mm-hmm. Um, which people who don't live in the north don't understand. But people who live up here are like, oh, yeah, I get that. Like, Yeah, you don't want to let your your hard-earned tomatoes go to waste because you skipped that night. Because yeah. it already takes long enough to grow them up here, yeah. right? Yeah. You but, don't get two seasons. But, yeah, like I... Yeah. As much as I was very tired when we came back, I was happy to be off the bike. I'm yeah. so glad we went in the bike, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Because I, I have mentioned... if When I made goals for I 2022, hate, like, I wanted us to be able to go on I, a couple's trip. I and we haven't been able to make it happen. this the way that it's going to sound. But if you had listened to the podcast, you would hear that I mentioned that the bike trip was your idea and us going was your idea. I almost regret doing it the way that we did, but I'm super glad that we did it the way that you suggested because we got to do a trip that I know you wanted to take. And I did say it on the last one. I said it on the one before, I'm pretty sure, because it was that memorable and that awesome of a trip that if it was up to me, we probably wouldn't have made it the way that we did. Yeah. Honestly. Being relaxed, doing the easy thing. It's good when you need to relax, but it doesn't lend itself to, oh man, this is cool shit. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like just, going it's to a, a going to a concert. Yeah, it's effort. Well, it's like, like you know, when when I want to go to a concert, I'm like, oh man, like yeah, I got to drive all the way to Dawson, got to buy tickets, got to do stuff, got to come back. There's no hotel getting, so I can't get smashed while I'm there. No. You know, got to work things out, make sure it's okay with wife. Is the finances work? I mean, like, it's stressful it's, being like, I want to go easy. do and a that's cool if thing. if the concert's only at, in Dawson. Yeah, if, if that. It's further, so Dawson's 45 minutes away from but us. But if it's if Edmonton you, or if it's local. Vancouver, that's even another or level. Even so you're like, Perry, right? is the payoff worth doing this? And sometimes you think, no, no, it's not. It's not very relaxing. But sometimes you're like, no, fuck being worth it. I'm doing it anyway, and yeah. I'm going to love it on the other end. And then yeah. you do. Yeah, it's loving something on the back end. I'm and in this. Yeah, I'm in this stage personally where, if if I get a break from the kids, it kind of is a new type <laughs> of relaxing because you just have adult conversation. Well, even it's, look at what we're doing like, right here. This the is, packing and then the like trying to get my house ready for whoever's watching the kids. Like that's a different kind of stress. But knowing I'm only packing for Mike and I, and I mean, at the best of times, he packs for himself too. <laughs> You know, she like, makes me sound hyper incompetent. Like I don't pack for myself. Oh, friggin' a! Like, you know, it's weird. 
like when women it come, pack when, it, when so it comes much to going shit. when it comes to going on a motorcycle trip i'm like i know how to put together my bike oh yeah i know like i know how to how to get that all together do it but when it comes to like going on a trip like in the car with the wife and the kids and stuff like that i'm like no i'm out because the way you want to do this is so far beyond like necessary it's just, almost beyond necessary but i'm even, sorry but on even, a motorcycle trip yeah. guess what i'm wearing i'm wearing my dirtiest not dirtiest sorry cleanest oldest underwear closest to holes but guess even when I'm, it even when it is reasonable like even when it's reasonable and you know she's pared it down to something that's just like this is sane i'm still like You've got a special way you want everything to be. You've got this person's clothes with that, that with that. Like, I can't actually contribute with this without first checking. (laughs) Yep. So why am I even bothering? Because, you know, you're taking as much time explaining from this as you're doing and you're getting annoyed and I'm getting annoyed. You laugh because you know. Yeah. But on a motorcycle trip, guess what I'm wearing so that I have as little laundry to do? I'm wearing the holiest socks. I'm wearing the holiest of holy underwears because as soon as I wear it, guess where it's fucking going? In the trash. Yeah, that's how so I do it too. bring it but back. That's I, on my suggestion. Yeah, I'm the one that no. has said on trips, mm-hmm. take your crappiest stuff and yes. you can just throw it out yes. along and then the way. What do I have? In all honesty, that's, that's an old biker trip. That's yeah. an old biker trick. One like, pair of jeans. It's like, yeah, couple it's clean like throwing this, throwing this in the fire or in the garbage, new ones. Because I'm not throwing, you know, the underwear that went through 14 hours of, of sitting on leather, a hot leather, <laughs> into <laughs> the bag that has all my clean clothes in it because it's all going to smell like ass sweat. <laughs> No, so, you just throw in the dirty we, shit. We figured that one out. So Mike is the type of guy that's like, oh, I'll be gone the weekend. I only need one spare pair of underwear. And I'm like, no, bring enough socks and underwear for every day. And I'm like, I don't mind if you throw them out, but you need fresh. Like, come on. Yeah. But the thing is, even a pair of jeans, how many pairs of jeans do you need for a ride? Nice weather. You know it's going to be half For decent. a ride, like three nights? Maybe yes. like over the weekend? Three days. I, I will usually bring two pairs because... Okay. I'm it's, like it's, what you're it's wearing really, in a spare. Yeah, what I'm wearing in a spare. Because it's really hard not to hit rain if you're gone for yeah. any amount of time. But jeans, pants, three pairs? But no, not three. No, she said two. I have two pairs. The pair That's I'm wearing fine. and an extra. Because yeah. if these get soaked to the bone, I've got a one to change yeah. into for the next day. That's it. Well, these one's dry. But sure. if it's two, possibly three nights, then you got to pack three pairs of socks no, and three so pairs of underwear. That's what I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Underwear, because you can always throw it out or even just bag it and just seal it bag real and take it. good. If if it's nice underwear like Saks, which I don't have any of because, fuck, what do I look like? Gold? I've heard good things about Saks. Even I am too practical to just buy my husband a pair of Saks. Like, I'm sorry, $45 for a pair of underwear? That's what they were going for. Are you for serious? Well, when they were brand there. new, I think now you can get a three pack for forty five bucks. Yeah. Still forty five bucks for a three pack. That, I'm like, what's the what's the biggest amount how? of of underwear I can get from Walmart for ten dollars? Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> like, but how my nice sack they, is. Do they in, truly hold your junk? Like how how nice do I need them to hold what? my junk? It I'm better, sorry, it better damn well massage it <laughs> for that price. If I'm like getting a handy every night for my underwear, I don't care. Like. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we can ask. I'm sure we can ask. What? I'm sure we can ask Bam or Travis how much a hooker costs. You could like divide that oh. by how much you spend on underwear for the year and see so, how worth it is sacks. So okay, a little while ago. I'm sorry, but we're gonna divert from the whole. Uh, We've been diverting all night. You don't have to apologize. I know. We started wanting to talk about Christmas presents. Yes. How did that fucking go? Doesn't matter. All right. At one point <laughs> during the Stephen and Nigel. Okay, During the Nigel. Stephen and Nigel episode, we talked about uh, the cost of a hooker. 
at one point, and it was like, oh, $10 for a BJ. And I'm like, that's a great price. And I, and I realized something. I don't know a good price. <laughs> you could be I'm like, totally talking out your ass on that one. I don't even know if $10 would be enough for me to give you one. Right? That's what I'm saying. Okay, so yeah, you base, you base that upon, upon, how, upon how much it would cost how me. Much, so how much would it cost, cost me every... you to do it? How much do you figure it would cost your wife to do it? Like That would probably give you a good the ballpark is, about what's okay. expensive or not. All right, so how much would it cost me? Well, fucking a lot. Because if I say $100,000, somebody would be like, I got hundred grand. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> now I'm going to do it. And then there was like, how much would I pay my wife? And I'm like, well, more than 10, uh, which I've never had to pay, except for everything. Except for everything. So it was a, it was a really weird thing to say because I had but to actually think about it But if it's an itemized list, if it's itemized, <laughs> you haven't had to pay. Yes, so far it's just cost me my entire but life. Since and we started having children, it still cost me nothing. I've been home. Why you got I was willing to let it die. Oh, this is getting weird, man. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought it was very funny. So if you guys will go back and listen to our Stephen and Nigel episode, I just realized that I said that and I'm like, I have no frame of reference. Why would I even start? But it's just because it's funny. It, just as this is oh very funny. Hey, you made it weird. Oh, apparently it's all my fault. This yeah. is not my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you I lead everything. You always lead everything. Why did you interrupt so much? This is not my podcast. <laughs> this is why fucking... <laughs> Every single one of those points is valid. <laughs> Oh, I think oh, we should fucking call yeah, it. You want to call it? You need to go home. I need to go to my what wife. What are you even going to go to my wife? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're six feet apart. If you've put up with this podcast up to this point, you're a true trooper and... Uh, Super fan, really. Yeah. Bonus points. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, yeah, happy How, New Year. Have fun not keeping your resolutions. <laughs> Peace. God bless. Don't be a dick. Thank you from Kirk the Ripper Wells at Liquid State Audio. He is a guitarist, producer, and the mixing engineer. Uh, thank you from the Blue Collar Flyers. Hi, Kirk! <laughs>